Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I think we're on the air. Sam, are we on the air? <laughs> the music. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We're having some weird technical stuff going on, so that's uh, <laughs> what's going to happen for this show. But we are back, and um, thanks for your patience with me last week. I know I had to get off the show early because my mom is in the hospital, and she's actually still in the hospital, but she is coming home tomorrow, so things look like, uh, looking up, and we should be in good shape. Um, So here we are today, and we are going to continue our conversation on solving your tough problems with your energetic frequency first, because I think it's a really important topic. I didn't get to go through everything last week. Um, I channel these things, so we'll see what comes up for today, but I think one of the the big things that you really need to consider when you're thinking about, I call it energetic problem solving, is that you have to get out of the mucky muck of the circumstances, right? So most people, as we look at our lives, we we look at the circumstances happening to us, we think something is happening to us, um, and we wonder, like, is this a lesson that we're being taught? Is this some sort of punishment? Is this, uh, you know, this is something outside of me? Is this toxic people? I notice when I do any kind of toxic people show or anything, talk about that. People like to blame other people for their negative energy and how it's affecting themselves. And I know that once people get on a uh, kind of a frequency first path and they're focused on being in alignment with their desires and, and manifesting all that, they get very concerned about other people's involvement and, you know, it's, you know if my family doesn't uh, agree with me, will my manifestations not happen, all of that. And to be honest, they really have absolutely nothing to do with, um, with your results of things, whether it's to solve a problem, manifest what you desire, or anything else. Um, what really is the important primary focus is uh, your own frequency, is how you feel, right? So if you're having a, facing a big, tough issue, most of the time we get caught up in our own anxiety. We get caught up in analyzing the situation, figuring out why it happened. A lot of people go immediately to why did this happen and who did this and, oh, if he had done that, it wouldn't have been this bad and I can't tell you what a waste of energy and frequency that is. To, I mean, yes, you can try to sort of try to source how it happened for certain issues, but beyond the very basics, you really want to be careful with that because you can get yourself stuck in the backwards portion of the issue and not in the forward portion of the issue. The forward portion being the solution, the backward portion being the cause. So or the catalyst, let's say, for the problem. Now, it's interesting because as advanced light workers, as many of you are who come to the show and listen to this show, and especially the ones in my, you know, my advanced coaching programs and whatnot, you have a uh, 
a bigger, you're more sensitive. So if whatever you focus on, especially if you're doing all sorts of, you know, frequency-based work, working with parallel realities or, you know, manifesting work, you are amping up your energetic field with every little bit you do, whether you're taking a yoga class or eating clean or uh, meditating or visualizing, whatever you're doing in your energetic work, you're creating a more sensitive field around you. Why are you doing that? Because you want results. You want your circumstances in your life to shift. And as you shift yourself, your circumstances change. Well, if you do that, and then you have some issue come up that really kind of gets you, you will, and you start reacting to it in muggle sort of ways, right? Blaming, shaming, guilting, spinning out, anxiety, all that stuff. What you're going to find is that as you throw that into that clarified, purified field of energy that you've created with your meditations, your yoga, your vegan eating or whatever you're doing, you're going to have bigger reactions in that field because your field is purified, right? It's, it's, it's like being on Survivor and not eating for 40 days and then coming home and trying to eat like Taco Bell, you know, like what's that going to do when your system is, is so cleaned out, right? So you have, when you are doing your work, that you manage your frequency all the way along, not just when you get in the jam, okay, not when you're just, you know, uh, trying to pick, figure out a problem and not just in those, you know, hour, the hour-long yoga session or the 20-minute long meditation. You need to manage your frequency throughout the day and doing your energetic hygiene will help as well. So, and I'll get into what energetic hygiene is in a minute. But the reason why you need to do that is because since you're purifying your field, it is neutral and it becomes more responsive. And so in that responsive rate, it goes, it, it, it increases. You're stepping into a faster portion of the energetic field, okay? It is very neutral. It has absolutely no problem giving you whatever it is you fear most if that's your dominant thought and your dominant frequency. There's no, there's no, oh, boy, that's really intense. Let's not put her through that. Let's go around her dominant frequency and all of her free will, and let's just give her what we think she needs, which is a nice, calm day, even though she's being absolutely crazy. Nope. Field doesn't do that. Field is 100% fit for a tap when it comes to your frequency versus its, its responsiveness, right? So whatever is, it, is in your field, uh, is is uh, you know a, a purely a reflective of whatever has been going on in your own mental mind and your own you know your own projection. Okay. Now, when we're talking about advanced uh, light workers, even intermediate uh, light workers, like most of you listening to the call, you guys have a tendency to ask for more stuff, right? Because you figured out, oh, I can ask for stuff, and it actually shows up. You know, when you were a beginner, you might have started asking just for parking spaces. Oh, let's see if that works. Oh, that's cool. Oh, let's see if I can find an angel somewhere. Maybe an angel is around me. Oh, I, I found pennies on the street. Oh, that means an angel's with me. Oh, let's try and manifest with the fairies, all that dibble-dabble stuff, right, uh, without making any kind of real commitment to your energetic uh, life, you know, lifestyle. 
But as you graduate up out of that stage and you get to the, well, you know, you get to the point where you're saying, well, I get it about the, the parking spaces and I get all the little stuff, stuff that doesn't, that's kind of inconsequential. You know, yeah, I can manifest, you know, um, a great sale at the mall or something like that, meaning, I, you know, I'm thinking about a great dress and I want to get a sale and poof, it comes. And I can, I know the synchronicities and, you know, I get that. I see, you know, weird animals in, in, in my life and I go and look them up in my animal book and I get meanings and things like that. Or I have my own deck of angel cards and I can read the interpretations out of the book like anybody else. But then you, but you're like, but what's next, right? I want it more. And when you say, I want more, and you start to say, well, I want to speed things up. I want instant manifestation. Why do I have to wait so long for things to manifest? Why do I have to wait so long for problems to be fixed? What you're doing is you're inviting a faster frequency, right? You are commanding the frequency around you to speed up. You have to then take on the responsibility that comes along with a, uh, a higher, faster frequency. And the responsibility is timing, right? The responsibility is your, you have to keep your thoughts really genuinely in the direction that you want them going to because uh, if you don't and you're asking for speed but you're lagging behind in your responsibility, your personal, you know, uh, accountability to your frequency or your thoughts, your vibration, all that, you're going to rapidly increase whatever is your dominant thoughts. So if you're lamenting on a problem, feeling anxious, trying to control other people, trying to make other people change so that they can make you happy. I hear this a lot when I do readings is, uh, oh, he's not making me happy. What do I, can I do to get him to change so he can make me happy? That's, oh, yo, 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 yo. Put that on a potent field and you're, you're going to get a mess. <laughs> so... Um, the piece that people don't like me to talk about is the personal responsibility, taking personal responsibility for everything that's going on. And what I mean by that, what any of the energetic teachers that I know you guys listen to means when we say that is the field is going to reflect your dominant thought, period. And so... If you're thinking, for instance, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money, i got to make more money, I have to make more money, I wonder will I ever have enough money, let me get a reading and have her tell me that I'm going to have more money and tell me when it's going to happen. Like you have absolutely nothing to do with that uh, lack of money, it's not going to work. Now, if you're thinking, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money, you're literally telling your field, I lack I lack, I lack, I lack, I lack, oh my God, I lack, I lack, I lack, I lack. And you throw that on a potent field, and it will amplify the lack. So that's why people say, why is it, you know, when it rains, it pours. I get all kinds, you know, one thing, the car broke down. Now I got an extra bill I didn't expect, and then so much so it didn't pay me, and da-da-da-da. And why is this all happening like a domino effect? It's because you're pounding your field with lack, right? So. These are some of the underlying infrastructural things of why problems are happening. I know last week we started talking about all these interventions and stuff. I'm not going to go through all of that. You, you certainly can listen to the podcast for all that. But I wanted to talk today a little bit about infrastructure, of what it is that brings these things, um, it brings problems in in the first place. 
so that you know where to begin to address them. Trying to address them from the circumstances generally does not work. What I highly suggest you do, and this I know all of my regular clients know this, uh, what you always want to do first when you're thinking about any kind of energetic problem solving is to consult frequency first, is to take a step back, say, okay, take a breath, like even, uh, you know, just take a breath and just say, okay, what's going on here? Okay, what, what, are, what have my basic streams of thought been over the last month, over the last week, over the last day? Is anything in my field possibly responding to some heightened anxiety I've had, okay, uh, or heightened, you know, focus in a negative way or whatever? So you're going to ask that question. There's another question you can ask, which is what is going on interplanetarily? I don't know if that's a real word, but I just made it up. <laughs> and that means is there anything going on in the energy that would cause this to be a funky time? Okay, so it might be a Mercury in retrograde. Okay, it might be a void of course moon, and that's the the void of course moons. You can get a calendar about that. Um, the void of course, V O I D of course, C O U R S E, moons is when the moon kind of goes out of sync, and it happens like throughout the day. You know, you can have void of course moons like several times in a week. And sometimes when you initiate, like, a, let's say, take an appointment that's something important during a void of course moon, it doesn't stick. So you can look through, you know, that. You can certainly check in with your own astrology and numerology and things like that. Um, I don't like to get too caught up in it because it gets you a little crazy. However, if you have a lot of stickiness going on, you have a lot of sticky issues going on, you might want to start to take a look, Okay. Uh, when you're working with parallels and parallel realities, you are kind of transcending and superseding over astrology and numerology, things like that. But if you're not really in the advanced realms of that, uh, like ours, so they don't really have the same level of effect from astrology, they can kind of skip it. However, most people can't because they're not perceiving their world in that way. They're not working in that level of frequency. And so astrology and numerology is a good uh, rule of thumb to help you, especially if you're generally just sort of dabbling in this stuff, you're just getting started, or, you know, you're, you're just sort of in the intermediate uh, levels, okay? Um, the other thing you want to look at is there's other planets that retrograde, okay? And these retrograding planets actually do uh, vary by sign of how your life is personally going to be affected. So, like, let's say if the moon... If the you know new, the um, uh, Mercury in retrograde is in Leo, then that might actually be a better for Leo than maybe for a Capricorn is at the opposite end of the, the year kind of thing. You don't know. You have to look it up. I always suggest one of the, my go-to places when I'm starting to get like this is really off, um, and I do this like maybe once every maybe once a year now. If things get really kind of weird, really, really weird, like these last couple of weeks, oh my gosh, it was like, it was like being in a submarine. I just went boom, straight, down, you know, with my mom, and then a bunch of other things happening. So I said, let me go check. What in the hell's going on with these stars? Something is up. It 
just doesn't feel as much work as I do. It just doesn't, something's off. So I check the planets. I check what's going on. Well, come to find out, Saturn is in retrograde. Saturn in retrograde is no joke, and it's annoying, if anything, because Saturn is one of the harshest planets because it, it's a lesson planet. It's like a ball buster. It's a teacher planet. So it puts you through a lot of karma kinds of things. Um, if you have, like, Saturnian relationships, they'll talk about that when people go through their uh, Saturn return. It's just a tough, tough planet. And it doesn't retrograde for three weeks like Mercury. It retrogrades for months. So it's been in retrograde now, I think, since April, and it doesn't finish until September, which is like, oh, come on, you know, really? <laughs> well, I looked at that, I was like, ah, all right. Um, so you might be, so, so we have that kind of thing going on. Mars will go into retrograde, and so that kind of unleashes certain things that will go on later in the summer. Um, you, you want to pay attention to some of this stuff because sometimes a lot of the problems that you have are not because you're doing something wrong. It might be because you're doing a whole lot right and you've asked for acceleration. Listen to me closely when I say this. You've asked for the relationship. You want this big relationship. Or you want your relationship to go to the next level. Well, guess what happens when you ask for your relationship to go to the next level? Well, a lot of times you start getting into fights with that person. Why? Because you're pushing... uh, you're pushing the progression, you're pushing through turbulence, things that might stand in your way, all of a sudden you say, okay, I want the next level, I want the next level. And I say, okay, well, if you want the next level, you need to adjust your sense of worthiness. You need to say that you could be in frequency alignment with the next level of relationship. If you personally have some hidden fears of commitment, that will come up in your face and flash in your face. If you have... um, uh, feel possessive or jealous or whatever, and that could potentially get in the way of this advanced level of this relationship. Guess what? All those kinds of things are going to come up right in your face, Whoosh, right in your face, stand in your way from a frequency-based perspective. So sometimes when you're asking for that big crescendo thing, oh, I want to hit the lottery. Oh, I want to lose, you know, 50 pounds. Oh, I want to do all this. You end up if you don't ask for it right and you're not managing your frequency, you'll end up getting a big fat challenge in front of you that when you solve that challenge, it's going to escalate you. It, so this is why you have to be careful not only what you wish for, but you have to be careful how you wish for it. I remember decades ago, I hated my boss. He was he was so obnoxious. He was one of the worst humans on the planet. Um, now that I know more, maybe, you know, how did I attract this? Well, I don't know. It was part of my, my career, careering, right? And so I did this. I was working with this shaman at the time, and I decided to burn, do a burning ceremony to, you know, stop the madness with this guy and this crazy family who ran the business, little family-owned business, total nepotism, total, ugh, just so much, you know, crap. I decided to burn it up. So I did. You know, did the whole, okay, now, shoot, smoke coming up, send the smoke off into the ethers, I'm going to burn up the negativity and whatever. And like two days later, I got fired from the job. It was like this big brouhaha. And I was like, I looked at my shaman, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. How did that happen? He goes, well, you did a burning ceremony. What do you expect? But what I did was I was asking for rapid, I had gotten set up. 
And I've been doing all this work with this shaman and uh, studying all this stuff in some really powerful practice. I mean, when you're dealing with shamanism, oof, you know, you're talking about some serious, serious, serious heavy-duty energy. So I was amping myself up, ramping myself up, doing a tremendous amount of work. Throw fire at anything. You're asking for a big response. And I'm also a fire sign, so I'm a Leo. So then that, you know, that's another thing that lays over top of that. So it was really overpowered. It was too much. It was too heavy-handed. As asking, I was trying to force the situation to get better fast, and they're like, okay, there you go. And that's how the, the field responded, right, because that's where my frequency was. Now, at the end of the day, it was probably one of the best things that could ever happen because it threw me into such a tailspin, and I fixed and learned a lot of things, and it was a major acceleration in my own personal maturity and my entrepreneurship, and, it, you know, it threw me in a totally different thing. But it was like being dropped off a cliff or into a volcano or whatever horrible analogy you can think of. And so um, – I had to learn how to problem solve fast. And I learned, learned one of the things, this is why I bring this up. When you're solving your problems, my friends, solve it with a light touch. Don't go after it with, like, you know, trying to choke somebody. Especially don't, you know, trying to choke the frequency and trying to force it. People get pissed catalysts to actually have the courage to change. And that's cool. That's okay. That's, that's where you're starting your engine from. But you want to make sure that, you don't heavy hand yourself into, you know, kind of a healing crisis, into a crisis level of, of change, right? It's not going to kill you, you know, but there are easier ways. So now when I do things where I want to shift energy and I start doing any kind of, you know, ceremonial thing or, you know, working with fire or anything like that, I always say, please, I want this transition to be gentle, or this acceleration to be gentle. So ask for gentle acceleration or um, transformation that is, you know, palatable and that isn't going to blow my circuits. You might get it. It's going to come in a little slower, but it won't be as acute and it won't be as painful, okay? Especially if you've been doing these kinds of practices as advanced light workers, be careful how you ask for things. I'm talking about, you know, being afraid or anything like that. But just be mindful of what you're asking for and at what torque you're willing to take, you know. Now, if I know some of my my advanced girls in my my mastermind group, they can handle it. They can handle the going up the side of the mountain straight up because they're practicing daily. They're doing at least an hour to two hours of work and, you know, practices I teach them a day. So they... So when they ask for frequency shifts, some of them have an instant manifestations. I mean, things like they think about one thing and then an hour later it's showing up. That's because they're doing the work. They're getting the obstacles out of the way. If you go through these processes and if you actually invest in training and really invest in in doing a, a very consistent practice, what you will find over time is that you will learn how to manage your frequency and manage the field and, uh, open yourself up to higher and higher dimensions of, of energy so that you have less and less obstacles, less and less, uh, you know, slow go. You're going to have a faster uh, field of energy that's more responsive, but you're also going to be more nimble and more responsive too. And that is really, you know, ultimately that's the best kind of problem solving is to, to uh, build up your muscle 
your energy muscles and to pay attention to this every day, all day. You know, as you're considering your physical world, you're always consulting with your frequency world. And this is one of the best ways to solve problems is to consider when you look at, okay, this, you know, I need money for this bill or I need my relationship to shift or there's something going on at the job or there's something going on with my health. The first thing you want to do is go into the frequency because your frequency is always way more powerful than your matter. So your frequency is always going to lead the way. It's always where you also have access to all the answers, infinite number of answers. Remember, I think I, I, I'm sure I mentioned it last week. If you're focusing only on your mental mind, you are focusing on limitation, the limitation of what your mental mind has experienced before or what it's seen other people or heard about other people experiencing. Your mental mind doesn't come up with its own new ideas. Your higher self sends new ideas into your intellect. And when you have those kind of aha moments, that's because something has been dropped down. You get a new idea. Oh, maybe I could do it this way. I hadn't thought of that before. That's because it's been dropped in. It's literally been channeled in. I have a course called Freeform Channeling. And uh, we're actually going to be making it into a big mastermind course, a big uh, like eight to ten week kind of uh, mastery program that's going to launch in September. And um, and the, the free form channeling is about being able to channel for yourself. You know, Abraham and Cryon and all these people that you guys listen to, they're doing what we call trance channeling, right? Abraham um, Esks and Lee Carroll and Daryl Ink and a bunch of them, they're trance channels. So they literally have a, cha- a quote, channeling contract and they um, with a particular set of beings, and they've discovered this, and they, you know, and then they honored that contract, and they they learned how to go into a trance, and then sort of move out of their body, and have, you know, whether it's Ramtha or Lazarus or Cryon or Abraham or any of these others, Bashar channel through them, right? So, th- so most people think when they think about channeling, they think of it as trance channeling, as that kind of traditional way. However, there's another version of channeling. And it's called free. I've coined it freeform channeling. It was actually channeled to me recently, and it's more of a modern application to channeling. And this is something that everybody is born being able to do. It has. You don't need a contract with some sort of beings. You don't have to go into a trance. You don't have to send yourself out of your body and give your body over to anybody. It's really about getting downloads from your higher self. That's why you call it freeform channeling. It's conscious. So you don't have to go, like, you'll go into a bit of a meditative state because you want to kind of get in your alpha state, which is a much lighter sort of just meditative sleep, kind of like like when you go on your way to sleep, you're in between sleep and wake. And then you're going to, then you allow yourself to receive. You literally consciously, deliberately consult with your higher self and your own set of guides, which in the more advanced portions of it, in like our level two, we talk about like creating your council of guides and you have guides and angels and different things and those who you can consult and you learn how to understand which thought streams that are going on in your head are by, from your higher self versus your own mental thought versus your angels and guides, et cetera, et cetera, your ancestors, and, you know, people in spirit and whatnot. So my folks who are in, who just completed free form channeling, I have in my advanced group, I have 
men who are channeling beautifully, very nicely. And you want to master this skill. You want to master this because this is where the problems are solved for you. You literally consult. You go into the infinite. So think about it. If you're only using your mental mind, your analysis, and your intellect, and you know your checks and balances, and your pro and con list, and all that, you are 100% limited to the solutions that are within your own mental experience from the past. You're literally looking into the past and saying, oh, I've seen this before. Okay, so that means this. Oh, I've seen that before, so that must mean that. No. Nope. Doesn't. No. No. Not necessarily. The past doesn't predict the future. Your frequency predicts the future. Your frequency dictates the future, not the past. If you put keep referencing the past, then you keep trying to grab onto past frequency, and guess what? Then you create your present into what looks like the past. And that's why you have this whole repetitive thing, right? But if you say, okay, no, I'm going to choose a different thought form, I'm going to choose a different frequency, and I'm going to consult through my channeling abilities with my higher self, with my counsel of guides, I will then download other options. And that's when you get that stream of aha moments that's coming to you. And they also, at will, you know, deliberately at will. It's not like this, oh, this thing that comes up out of nowhere while you're on the subway or walking through the park or something. You literally can access this information on a daily basis throughout your day for anything that you desire. It's not just like, you know, oh, I'm worried about my health. I better, you know, say a prayer. It's not like just for miracles. Okay, it's for everyday things, everything from, you know, how should I arrange my day to, you know, should I work on this promotion or that promotion? I, I know I was doing some strategic planning for, for this, uh, some huge changes that you guys will hear about over the summer. And, uh, and, and so I literally have been channeling each day. I sit down and I consult with my higher self and my guides to sort out, okay, and quite frankly, your guides too, like I, I say, okay, of all the people that I could potentially contribute to, who are the people that need me the most and what is it that they need? That's the, that's the way I start to source ideas. So for those of you who have businesses or want to have a business uh, and are worried about getting clients, your clients are already built in. Your clients are already uh, built into your ideas. But if you're only consulting what you know, your mental mind, and what you've seen other people do, oh, so-and-so, oh, my friend Jody opened up a yoga studio and it flopped. I could never do that. I should never open up a yoga studio because those don't work. And when people say, oh, that doesn't work, that marketing idea doesn't work, why doesn't it work? Oh, it didn't work for so-and-so. Okay, so who cares? Because what does that have to do with you? You know, you might want to gather some intelligence from what they've done, but you also want to focus on your own frequency because if your frequency is in alignment with it, it'll work for you regardless of what it did for somebody else. You don't know what their frequency was. You don't know what their subconscious levels of worthiness are, what their true experience level is, the liver. Do they believe in themselves? Do they have a lack consciousness that would create bad results? Has nothing to, the mechanics have nothing to do with you. Right? So you need to look at everything on your, for yourself on a case-by-case basis. So when you are able to be fluent in your ability, not just this goes beyond, way beyond intuition. Uh, when you're able to download full dialogues with your higher self, you, now you're talking about consulting with the infinite. It's like your own personal Google. 
and you're getting ideas that you didn't come up with all in your metaphysical mind, they're getting downloaded. You're getting suggestions. You're getting things ordered for you in the sense of like I was saying, oh, I have like 10 ideas. And I'm like, okay, this goes first, that goes second. Don't do this right now. These people aren't ready for that, so don't bother with this. Do this, right? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you learn over time how to use your dreams to help you, how to uh, – program for a question in the morning and by the evening you're getting you know downloads of where you should you know which book you should open up to which page and it's like all of a sudden you open up the book to the page they say and you're like whoa this is exactly what I needed and you know or you end up having a conversation with someone and they bring something up I mean it, it is so amazing when you invest your time and focus and commitment to learning how to operate in your frequency the way you know how to operate in your physical world, and then you combine the two, oh, my goodness, the stuff that can happen is is just you get everyday miracles, everyday miracles, and you can conjure those up. It's not a matter of waiting for them to haphazardly happen or looking over at Mary Sue, oh, she gets all the miracles, I get nothing. No, <laughs> that, that's not true. You can You can create, you know, miracles on demand. You know, you really can. So this is where, you know, starting to pay attention to your your ability to channel. You're born with it. It's something that everybody's born with. Why is it that? Well, you hear me talk about this on, in a lot of classes and shows where you talk about, you know, most people think that is within the body. And uh, our body is kind of the finite aspect of ourselves. And it's really we're these big, giant balls of energy, and we have a symbol of a body that a portion of our big, giant ball of energy inhabits for a period of time, which is a lifetime, and one particular lifetime. And uh, the rest of us that does go in that symbol navigates, helps that what the portion of us that is in the symbol of a body to navigate its world. So that's where you get the higher self and your embodied self, Okay. They're not two separate things. It's all one. It's just that the portion of you that's in regular waking consciousness in the sense of embodied human beingness has a veil between that, you know, and the greater infinite aspect of you, your higher self. And so there, there's a language that is used for those two aspects of yourself to communicate with each other. You're not left to your own devices in this body with no GPS. It doesn't even make any sense. Why would a the higher self? Why would you even take on a symbol of a body if you're not gonna have some sort of guidance, right? But we are kind of taught in this veil of forgetfulness, and then as we get earthbound and into physical life, we're kind of taught away from it. And we're taught to have a middleman, whether that's a rabbi or a priest or a minister or whatever, you know, formal religion teaches us to have a middleman. Oh, you can get back to talking to your higher self, to the God aspect of things through this guy <laughs> over here. Women, nah, get the rid of the women. They can be nuns. Forget it. Nah, who needs the women? Just this guy over here. He's going to be the, your conduit back to you. How does that make any sense? And it wasn't intended anyway. I'm not saying the Bible isn't real. I'm not saying that Jesus and all that isn't real. I love Jesus. I think Jesus is awesome. Talk to Jesus every day. But you have to be thinking about your tr- your truth, which is 
the communication between yourself and your higher self is your number one priority. Because believe me, your higher self has access to every solution and answer you could ever possibly desire or need. And stuff that you don't even know exists that when you allow it to in, comes in in like with gangbusters, like gangbusters, okay? So you have um, your, uh, this, this pendulum that swings back and forth between you and your higher self. Part of that is your intuition. Part of that is, you know, you get these signs and symbols and synchronicities and these hunches, right? Intuition is more, you know, directional in that regard. Uh, you know, um, you'll get your clairvoyance or your clairaudience and little little snippets, right? And that's kind of what you expect. You expect a little drop of this and a little drop of that, you know. However, when you step into the more advanced communication streams, that's your channeling. You're born with that too. Do you think your higher self and your angels, guides, and whoever your little posse of beings that's there to help you really get excited when they can only give you like one word or a bumper sticker to get a point across? It makes no sense. For what? What's that going to do? You know how much work they have on their plate? keep you alive on a daily basis, to keep you out of your own way and all that, and all they get to do, the only thing you pay attention to is Instagram memes. memes. I always say that word wrong. You know, oh, uh, this this guru just put this little phrase up. Oh, that's so cool. You know, and, and you live off of Instagram and Facebook quotes for your spiritual enrichment and for your communication or even, and you say, oh, I wonder if that's, cool, if that's real. Oh, I don't think so. And you, and you like take people who take pride in their skepticism. That that's interesting to me. It used to drive me crazy. Now I kind of don't care because I'm just like, well, that sucks for you because you're just not going to get enough. Your life is just harder, right? And I'm like, okay. I mean, it's your free will. But you know, as you're looking at your your life, it is so important to take time the way you took time. You know, like in the physical world, we we're literally raised to learn how to make it in the physical world. But we're not raised to connect with our world of frequency, which is exponentially way more huge. <laughs> you know, you're talking about the difference between, and then like all of the planets and all of the galaxies and all of the Milky Way is the rest of everything else, right? So that's like the comparison to just focusing on uh, your physical world versus allowing yourself to commune with your infinite world. Now, uh, so when it comes to your problem solving, learning these practices is the most powerful thing you can do. You're going to get efficiency because and speed because you're going to be accessing the infinite for your answers instead of asking just living in the little storage closet of your own brain, of your own mind rather your intellect, right? Storage unit of everything you've ever experienced in this lifetime and everything you've seen everybody else experience, which is extremely limited. So just stay in this 10 by 10 spot here and try to figure it out with your limited uh, knowledge and uh, or learn how to connect with your higher self in a in a physical way and access the infinite. So they can custom craft a solution. 
where they already know the solution before you even ask for it because they already know what you're going through. They see your path way ahead of time. It's like they're the periscope and you're the submarine, right? So all that being said, realizing that there is such a thing as channeling, I can guarantee you 100,000% you're already doing it. When you are driving in the car and you get this download of information, it feels like a download. It's like, oh, wait. Oh, I think that's the solution to that issue. Oh, I should try that. You get that, that feeling? Ding, ding, ding. You just channeled. That was just freeform channeling. When you are uh, feel like, okay, I'm going to take the day off today. I'm just not doing this anymore. I'm going to put myself down for a nap, and then I'm going to just nurture myself. And you start, you take a shower, and all of a sudden you get a download in the shower. Ding, ding, ding. That's your freeform channeling. That's your higher self saying, okay, she finally took herself or himself off of the crazy and put themselves down for a nap thing ever. And you, can, you don't even have to go to sleep, and it's even better if you don't. But to just give yourself, give your mind a space. So one of the exercises I'm going to give you, uh, I think this is the best one uh, for you to consider, is, and this is something that's uh, to help you to demarcate your different thought processes, right? One of the reasons why we get in our own way is because we're constantly asking for things. Constant. I want to manifest a BMW. I have to manifest to pay my bills. I need I need uh I need this relationship to work. I need that person to behave this way. I need my boss to do this. I need my mother to do that. I need my family to agree with my spiritual path and not put me down for it. I need everybody to be in agreement before I can accept it myself. All those things. And we start to ask. Oh, I have a vision board. Oh, I listened to a secret. Oh, I did all these affirmations. Oh, you know, I learned, I listened to Abraham for 10 hours on YouTube. Oh, now I have to be in alignment. Oh, my God, oh, my God, I don't know how, all that. Okay? One of the things that we don't, we're not really taught a whole lot is how to receive answered prayer. How do you receive the answers? Now, obviously, I wrote a whole book on it called The Aha Factor. But how do you receive the answer? Well, first thing you have to do is kind of stop talking. <laughs> Exercises that I've done with, I do this with a lot of my beginner clients in my mastermind programs is uh, we take a day where we focus just on asking. You can ask all day long. Ask, ask, ask away. Write it down, make your list, you know, visualize, manifest, do all that. And then you take the second day and you do nothing. You don't ask because it's already, they already got, they got the order. And you don't try to take action on the idea. You don't start saying, okay, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to get this done? You just drop it. You drop it. Why? Because you're listening to the invitation for your freeform channeling to open up. Because you stopped and you're listening. It's not just it's not just you stop talking like on a regular day. You just stop asking because you're frustrated and uh, uh and this stuff never works for me. This manifesting stuff just doesn't work. It's all you know. You're the victim and the whole universe is against you kind of thing. It's 
that's not the, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a day of allowance. And with my clients, what we do is a week. We do a week of allowance. Say, okay, for this entire week, for the next seven days, I'm just going to be a state, in a state of receptivity. I'm just going to allow myself to be in a state of allowance and receptivity. And I'm going to let things flow into my experience. And I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to let them know that my ears are perked up like a nice, pretty German shepherd. And I'm waiting. I'm listening. And you'll be amazed. And you want to, when you're doing this week of allowance, I suggest doing it for a week. Uh, do one day of asking and seven days of listening. Oh, man, your life will change. A lot of these problems you think you have will evaporate. Why? Because you're actually listening. And you'll start to get those aha moments and you'll start to get those streams of consciousness. Now, the difference between an aha moment and freeform channeling is the moment is a moment. You know, you got this, ping, you know, this little ping, right? Oh, look at that billboard. That's exactly what I was thinking. Or that's a sign or whatever. Your freeform channeling is your, your stream of consciousness accessing that. So you, I know for myself, when I start channel, I'll channel 20, 30 pages easy. And, um, and it's so ingrained in me now that, like, even when I do these shows, I used to, if you ask my producer, Sam, the very first time I did a radio show, I think Sam, what is it, seven, eight years ago, um, I had 30 pages of notes. <laughs> he laughed at me. I had 30 pages, and I was terrified. I was like, oh, my God, me talking into a dark, a black hole for an hour with nobody saying anything back. God knows I didn't want callers at the time. I wasn't ready for that. Now, you know, I don't, I don't really have notes. I might have a bullet point or two, but I just open my channel and I, and I know, you know, I get the general idea when I write this, you know, the show to send you guys the email. And then when I get on the air, I'm not looking at any notes. I haven't looked at any notes since I've been talking to you today. I literally just open myself up and they tell me what you guys need to hear. And we're hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes into this now. <laughs> and, uh, and it's, you know, it's a skill that I use all day long. And you can, you can too. Okay. So you're going to do your day of asking and you do your seven days of listening and allowing. And when you want to keep a notebook with you, because as you get deeper into this, you will see that you're not just getting, you might get a sentence to begin with, or, you know, a couple of sentences or an idea. But uh, if, you know, if you, you really pay attention, you'll start to get full downloads. It'll feel like, and I, I notice that I get some really good ones as I'm waking up in the morning. So pay attention as you're waking up. You'll hear a clairvoyant voice if you listen, which is your higher self. It'll just start to give you advice. Say, you know, you might want to try this. And you're like, whoa, wait a second. I know I'll get like full teachings and I'll like, I literally will have my eyes still closed. I'm like, okay, let me get the notebook. Because I've learned that if I don't, um, I mean, use this app I have on my phone to write it down or my notebook next to me in the bed, I won't be able to remember it when I get into my full waking state because my regular world is sort of filtered in too much. Right? So, you want to um, let yourself be willing. Just be willing to receive. Just say, listen, I'm willing to receive your messages. Send them. 
Now, if you're not adept at writing those messages that you get yet, because that takes, you know, some, it might take some time. Some people, it's their natural thing. Other people, not so much. Pay attention to, like, if you get a hit to, like, pick up this book. Open up to page 86, or you can pick up any book. You say, okay, what do I need to know most right now in this book? And close your eyes and let the book open. Just open the book and then read it. Play with this. These are games you can play. This really can help a lot. It's also I've had it where they say, turn on the TV now. And I turn on the TV. And I'm not a big TV watcher per se. Um, I mean, I love my reality shows. I can't lie. But <laughs> I'm talking like sometimes I'll get like, oh, turn on uh, HGTV or turn on, uh, you know, something. And I turn it on and there's like a commercial that has a message in it or there's a show that comes on it's like, whoa, my goodness, I can't believe that's amazing how that, you know, that show was like right in line with what I was thinking. It might be an interview, right? I don't listen to The View or anything like that, but period, I never listen to, I definitely don't turn on the TV until like prime time at night. Maybe Rachel Maddow at 6 o'clock, but other than that, you know, I'm not on, in, on watching TV during the day. So if, if something says turn on The View, now, or turn on the TV now, and the view is on. I pay attention because there's something in there that I'm supposed to hear uh, for myself or somebody else or whatever. So, the, but this is how your environment is trying to interact with you to help you to solve these issues from a frequency-based perspective. And remember, like I said last week, 17 seconds of focused thought energetically is equivalent to two to three hours of work physically. So this is why, you know, Focusing on your frequency is so, so powerful. Um, okay, so with all that being said, uh, I just want to wanna let you know I'm going to be doing, uh, we just finished up uh, a master, uh, a mastermind round of classes and whatnot. And um, I am opening up I think it's five spots for uh, late spring, early summer mastermind. It's going to be about six six weeks-ish, um, where it's a combination of group coaching and uh, some private coaching and some guided meditations and advanced processes to help you to really dig down into this frequency stuff and and get it into a state where you're, you can really answer your own questions and, and really get your, you know, energetic fields created and, and really do the stuff that I'm talking about on a regular basis <laughs> with a lot of success. And um, this will, this will be, we're going to be changing our, changing gears into some much, you know, some year long programs and things like that in the fall. So this will be one of the last few of these that I do with this, you know, in, in this sort of encapsulated way. And it's usually it's an invitation application only program. I don't have it on my website, uh, but I have a lot of people graduated from it because I've just always invited people on a case-by-case basis as I hear them and they come to readings or whatever, and I might invite them um, or not, and uh, depending on what their frequency looks like. But if you'd like to potentially participate um, in one of those five spots, send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com and, um, and then we can do a discovery call and see if it's a good fit. 
Okay, so it's not for the faint at heart in the sense of it's not a dibble-dabble. It's not, you know, this lightweight type of thing. It's really digging in for people who are committed, who really, really want to master their frequency and, and live very efficiently like what we've been talking about. And we customize um, the work to whatever project you have. So I know I have some people who are writing books and have businesses and things like that. Some people are working on manifesting soulmates and want to focus more on relationships, you know, health, all sorts of things. So we customize your private sessions for that, but we have some really uh, powerful group sessions where you're getting all the theory. And uh, and so you know, I'm, I'm going to tweak the program a, a little bit from what we've been doing, but um, I am going to open it up to about five people. Since I'm building out all this other new stuff for the new year, for the for the back end of the year, I'm just going to do a small round of this, and then we'll we'll move on. So if you are interested, I would love to have you and um, support at ahamomentsinc.com. Uh, you just send me an email and just in the subject line put interested in the advanced uh, mastermind program, and we really focus on alchemy, advanced alchemy. Um, we work on your channeling abilities, all the stuff that I talk about. You know, if you're listening to a radio show once a week, you're not going to get it. It's just, you know, you get a little bit of it, but you're not really getting the full layers that you need to make this so that it becomes part of your natural uh, waking state, you know, where you're constantly being able to juxtaposition between your physical world and your frequency world, and you're not leaving one for the weekends and the other one for every day, where you're being able to sort of swim back and forth in between the two and integrate the two so that you get the full power of your physical life and you're 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 getting that communication with with the infinite and it becomes a lot more life becomes easier and a lot more fun and a lot more uh clear because even if you and I'm not promising you're not going to have problems because that's not the point but when you do have the issues and the challenges you have a huge that to pull from and believe me there's a tremendous amount of work this is not something that you know uh tremendous amount to learn this is not something like some people come to me and they say oh uh you mean i i didn't get everything i need in a in a, in a reading like, no <laughs> sorry that's not a lifestyle it's not creating a lifestyle it's like saying oh uh i've lived for 30 years oh i didn't get it i don't get everything in in the first week of kindergarten no Mm-mm. nope it's it's ongoing, right? It's something that you want to it's a it's a pathway. So, all that being said, um, I would love to have you. And uh, if if you'd like to participate in that, um, then send me an email. And then the other announcement is I'm going to do a short round of spring readings. I haven't been doing readings at all, um, but I like to kind of do. I'm trying to limit it to the the spring we do a, a short round and then in the fall we may do a short round um, I, although I don't think I'm going to do them this fall because of what the new programs coming out however um, for now I'm going to do a few weeks of those so if you'd like to get a reading you can go on our website at theahaway.com and that they the readings are listed on there and I'm um, adding dates to that schedule so um, so that's going to be probably probably do a, probably a couple of weeks worth so that would probably be like 15 to 20 uh, spots. Okay, so you can go on theahaway.com. And also in the description of this show, it has that in there. So you can see the, the website if you want to get over to the website. Um, all right. So 
I, and I would just say, we also have a free quiz on the on the website, the frequency, you know, what's your frequency uh, right now quiz. And if you take that quiz and you are a magician, you, you end up as a magician or a protege, then you're perfect for our mastermind. Okay, those are the people that you're advanced enough that you would really benefit from that mastermind. So if you've gotten that score, then you want to, and you want to consider a deeper dive, then, you know, that it's for you. Definitely for you. You're already in the zone. So it'll be, so the work will really benefit you. All right. So that being said, um, let's see, we have three minutes before we end. So I'm going to take Julia's phone call. Julia, it's got to be really quick, but uh, hi. And what's your question? Thanks so much for um, waiting. Are you there? Hi. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear Hi. me? Hi. Okay. Yes, Hi. I can. Hi. So um, <laughs> I'm having some challenge around um, deciding on where to move. I'm wanting to move like this summer sometime. Um, I've got a couple places in mind. Um, so far, these are just in the thought process. I haven't been there, so I need to do a, lo- a road trip. So I'm considering mm-hmm. Wilmington, North Carolina or Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I'm trying to figure out which would be the best place. This is like a starting over point for me. So I'm trying to find the best place and the best time to actually make the move. Um, well, so the way you want to do that, there's there's a couple of things ways you can decide on that. One is obviously going there, and but as you go and you walk through that town, you want to ask the town, is this the most magical place for me? And when I say magical, you know, you want to use different words. You don't want to say, okay, is this the best place? Am I going to make a mistake? Am I not going to make it? Because that sets you up and your field up for a very limited way of thinking. But if you start to use the words, is this the place, um, what, like start to ask the right question and sort of communicate in the way that universal energy responds, which is, you know, is this the most magical place for me? Is this the place that's most in alignment for me? You're going to find that one is going to light up more than the other. The other thing that you can do is to close your eyes, take a nice deep breath, and you say, okay, Chattanooga over here, Wilmington over there, and you start to, and just as you close your eyes, like on your way to sleep, say light up, you can even say to your higher self, higher self, please light up what is the best, most expansive, happiest, magical place that will make my heart sing for me. Which one is it? And you'll start to see that one will start to flash more than the other. This might take you going there first. You know, I think because just because you're kind of, you know, just the way you were asking the question, um, I think your your physicality will will respond. Pay very close attention to your body when you go. I know when I was um, relocating from New Jersey here to California, I had my heart set on Malibu, and I was like, oh, you know, crazy over Malibu, Malibu, Malibu. When I got to Malibu, I, I rented a townhouse for a week, and I just, so I could kind of feel like I was living there. I did like an Airbnb mm-hmm. as opposed to like staying in a hotel. And I remember being in Malibu, and I was anxious as you could be. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, how would I get out of here if there's a fire? How would I, what if there's an earthquake? I was such a wreck in Malibu. And my friend told me, come down to, come down to La Jolla and have dinner. Just, just give me four hours. I guarantee you won't move to Malibu. And when I, moved, when I drove into La Jolla, 
and I didn't know where I was, and I ended up, like, right on the street where the seals are and the big, beautiful ocean. It was like, boom, and it was like, it was like this birthing, like, oh, my God. You know, like, it was just like, it this magnet, and I was like, well, I guess now I'll do it. And, and all of a sudden, all the steps started to work when I hit La Jolla. When I was in Malibu, things weren't quite lining up. I tried to get a lease on a place. It wasn't working. The land was crazy. You know, it was just like it was prickly. So that's how you want to start to pay attention from an energetic perspective. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's perfect Great. because I want to feel that sense of home, that sense of, oh, yep. this feels good. I, I feel like I fit here. Exactly. So, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome, my dear. Call back in another time. Let us know how it goes. Okay. Have a Thank great you rest so of your much. day. Okay. okay, Julia, take care. Thanks for calling. Okay, everybody. Well, I think that's the end of another AHA Moments radio show. Again, just go to the website at theahaway.com to take our quiz, sign up for a private session if you'd like some help from me one-on-one. Um, for our little round of readings. And if you are interested in taking the deep dive, then be sure to send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com so we can see if you're a good fit for our mastermind program. I'm looking forward to working with anyone and everyone who is ready to take that step. So we will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.